suffer now, success later. Mm. Suffer now, success later. You've heard this saying a million times probably by now as well, Leanne, that, mm. you know, if you, I think they said something around uh, six months of hardcore focus could put you five years ahead yes. of everyone else. Yeah. And that's, that's sort of the approach that I want to sort of just highlight out of this. It's not always possible, but if you can really, really put yourself into a position of suffering now, knowing that that's going to propel you forward a lot quicker in the, in the future, that really, really will help you. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the Real Life Tips podcast. This is episode number 25. I'm your host Mono. Joined by Leon as usual. Welcome back, welcome back. Grab a seat, get a coffee, get comfortable. If you're on your way to work, keep pedal to the metal, don't shout at the people cutting in front of you. And let's just enjoy the show. Um, we're actually recording this and what in the start of winter and it's really, really chilly right now. I'm sitting in the studio and guess what? It's load shedding again. I've got no electricity. So I'm recording <laughs> this on one screen, one microphone <laughs> and my phone on, on a video call with Marnu. So we'll see how this pans out, Marnu. How's, how's South African life for you these days? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just um, thinking that this is payback for you always making fun <laughs> of me and being without power and all that. So uh, I really have absolutely no no sympathy, man. Like no, uh, it is no, what it is. So. <laughs> yeah, see, I live I live next to the airport, so I usually don't get cuts. But this is the fifth one this week, and um, yeah, if you're new to the show and you're not from South Africa, this is a real pain that we have here. Is usually during very rainy seasons, the coal gets wet, and then they can't seem to get the furnaces going to provide electricity. And if it gets cold. People are using more electricity to keep warm and then we run out of electricity and they do this nice uh, blackout thing called load shedding. We actually gave it a name. And uh, yeah, it just basically means that certain people won't have power during certain times of the day. And that's what we're stuck in right now. So thank the Lord for lithium ion batteries, man. Yeah. And for us to still be able to continue on this on this journey and do this recording here with you guys today. So I'm actually quite excited, Liam, because I think we've got quite an interesting topic to share with the audience here today. It's, it's one of those really, really strange ones that if, mm. if somebody comes up to you and they tell you this, you're going to think that they're absolutely crazy. And this is something that I had to learn the hard way in my life as well. And I think a lot of you will be quite shocked with the outcome of this. But in short, it's really just touching on the subject of why you should take a pay cut. Yeah. And really looking at it from a, from a perspective of you know, short-term suffering versus long-term success. So I think it's going to be quite an interesting chat here today, just deep diving into what that exactly means and mm -hmm. why we say that and, and and also looking at the context of it because it doesn't always apply but there are certainly some main points that we can address here today leon yeah no for sure i think this one again is something that every single person will face somewhere along their career and i've personally been a recent culprit of the same situation I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that later but absolutely i'm um this is something that is worth talking about because when you are stranded in that situation and you need to make a choice hopefully this is the podcast that you can think uh, back on and think of the various different reasoning behind taking a pay cut um, and why it's not necessarily a cut um, as such and maybe not a move backwards necessarily maybe it's 
one move backwards so that you can take three or four steps forward, you know, and, and we'll start, you know, giving some examples. I'm sure a lot of it's going to be common knowledge, but if you start condensing it in this kind of fashion and presenting it as these types of tips, I think it's going to sink in a lot more clearly for a lot of our listeners. At the end of the day, I think what's most important here is that the salary should be the side issue right it's going to come more down to what you want to achieve and what's the long-term strategy that should take precedent over anything else when you are presented with this issue and and once you do that i'm sure the answer becomes a lot harder even though the struggle is still real um, mm. So yeah, Manu, um, I think it's going to be an interesting one. I can't wait. I think there's a lot of examples here. And I think, you know, a lot of us have gone through this as well. And it's painful. But I mean, look where most of us are now, you know, it was in the end, it was all worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it makes it such a difficult um, thing to make a choice or make a decision on. Mm. Um, primarily because we're always geared towards growth in, in every aspect of our lives. We all want to live better lives. We all want to be able to provide better for our families, for those people around us, for ourselves. We want to show the world that we're making progress. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times we get quite caught up in the fact that we have to do better. We have to earn more money. And you know, I think it's very seldom that we actually um, you know, find ourselves in positions where we're willing to sacrifice mm -hmm. something for the greater good or for potential future growth. So a lot of the times this happens in your career path as well. I've, I've certainly come across multiple mm, such mm. type of opportunities in my life as well, where I feel stuck. I feel that you know, I'm not living out my full potential. I'm not utilizing all of the skill sets that I've, that I've gained over the last couple of years or whatever the case is. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I find it very difficult to, to sort of break free from that. Because you start looking at other job opportunities out in the market and you see that a lot of them would offer maybe some growth in some aspect when it comes to gaining more skills or improving your current skills. But it will require you to sacrifice maybe on the paycheck at the end of the day. And yeah. More often than not, we'd not really, we don't want to go that route, right? Mm -hmm. And absolutely, we're going to explore this from two different angles. Uh, one being, of course, you have to look at your long-term strategy, like you said. And I think it goes without saying that in life, uh, I can give many examples on this. You, you can only gain things if you're willing to sacrifice other yes, things, right? So true. it's always gaining on the one side and then subtracting on the other side. Yes. So you have to Something's always sacrifice give. something. Something's got to give. Exactly. So it's really looking at how much are you willing to sacrifice and mm -hmm. uh, what you're willing to give up to achieve that specific goal. So that's going to be sort of the first angle of it. But we're absolutely not idealistic. <laughs> we mm -hmm. understand that sometimes in life, it's not going to be possible for you to sacrifice um, in one regard or especially when we're talking about you're taking a pay cut. And we're going to explore the, the other possibilities out there as well, you know, when it comes to looking mm. at it from a survival point of view, you know, whether yeah. that being men mentally or psychologically, um, sometimes you have to not only think about the money, you have to think about yourself as well. 100%. There's two points yeah, that needs highlighting. The one is more of a forced situation and uh, you have to do it. Actually, there's maybe three. So it's either forced 
or it is something that you do for your own mental health or something that's good for you because it's maybe where you are is not good to you. And the other one is for future reasons, for a step back in order to make something else fall in place. So yeah, I mean, maybe we can start with a little bit of a story from my side. Um, so I've, I've, I've actually mostly experienced a up, an upwards trajectory as far as financial growth is concerned and obviously once you're in that trend and obviously there there's different types of growth uh, some years you go through a spurt and uh, maybe some years you get promotions and you grow at quite a rapid rate when you enter the job market you start very in my in my experience at least you start earning like very little but you grow extremely quickly and then um, it starts to kind of taper off after let's say 30-ish or so on but in your mid-20s you really do accelerate and when you have that kind of acceleration going backwards is like absolutely taboo you know it's like they can't mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. there's no fathomable reason why you would do that because as you grow and we all know this you also enhance your lifestyle and you take on more debt maybe we talked about debt or maybe you don't just take on more debt but you just take on a lot more responsibility so you get good debt like a vehicle or a, or a house or a property or something like that and when you get stuck in a situation where you even though your money has increased your, your living expenses seem to still just last a full month then you are in that situation where i've been where going backwards is almost impossible so it's not really a choice. It's almost like I, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't do, like go backwards because then I need to maybe sell a house, sell a, sell a car or something like that. So I've actually been in a situation where I've written about this on our blog, actually, if you want to go read it on rltstudios.com. The person there in third person I refer to is actually myself, where, yeah, I spent a good couple of years at a company, really enjoyed myself, upwards trajectory, multiple promotional salary increases upon just normal increases, and then it all just came crashing down one year there was it's a big company international business and they started with some restructuring that you know we caught the tailwind of but anyways uh, nonetheless it's now long gone and uh, you know it's in the past but I remember the stress and the amount of headache that I had and how I need to really just shuffle money around and shuffle pennies around and figuring out how to survive on less money mm. and I promise you for some reason and a lot of people will say this you figure it out, eh? Um, so this, again, we're talking about a big uh, concept here, but in this specific acute concept of needing to stay employed, you do figure it out. You find a way to make the lesser money work for you. There was not a single yeah. night that we didn't have food to eat. There wasn't a single night that my kids slept cold outside. Nothing like that. There was just not maybe all the luxury, all the eating out, all the going on holidays and those kind of things. The sacrifices mm -hmm. were there. It's like you said, you have to sacrifice. If you want to be a sports superstar, you have to spend eight hours a day training. You're going to lose that yeah. time. You're not getting that time back. But in reward, in reward to that, that's going to compile on top of each other and you'll be a freaking superstar. So yeah, Manu, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, that's for no, me I, one of the like important that. ones. Yeah, it is. It's probably the most important one to start off with. So exploring this from three different angles, as you mentioned in the beginning as well, I think that we can take that as point number one. Mm. You know, um, sometimes you are forced to take a pay cut. I think that um, is, is quite obvious that if you're not in control of a specific situation, you don't really have a choice. 
in that regard. But you do, however, have a choice as to how you approach it and mm. how you react to that specific Correct. situation as well. So yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, I've been in similar situations in the past where I've been forced to make a or to take a pay cut. Mm -hmm. Maybe not in the exact same sort of um, light as you experienced it. But in my case, it was basically giving up the potential of... So let me just put it into clearer context. So I was earning X amount at the one company that I was working for, but there was a potential of earning so much more and maybe some months double what I was earning because of commission structures and all of those type of things, mm, right? Mm. And I had to actually... I, at some months, I made amazing bank other months, I didn't make bank at all. So it was very tough for me. Um, but I had to actually sacrifice in that regard to go for a job that pays less but more in, stable. in the sense of, mm. but it's more stable. Yeah. yeah. Got you. So yes, you absolutely have to then sort of trim back and cut down and you're forced into that specific situation as well. Mm. So that's the one uh, situation that, before, that I can also think of. Yeah. Before we go on to the next one, um, another one which is quite obvious right now is, um, you know, with COVID, there's a lot of businesses that had to cut people's salaries in order for the, you know, doors to stay open. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. situation, it sucks, right? I know a lot of friends. I know a lot of family members that has gone through this. I actually know a lot more than I want to. Um, I, I was shocked sure. to find out how many people ha this has happened to. And we were fortunate enough that it didn't happen to us. But um, it, it, that's extremely difficult because that was unplanned. I mean, no one knew that COVID was coming ever in my life. Would I think there would be a worldwide pandemic? And it's now almost two years already that it's going on for. Um, mm -hmm. In that situation, again, your best option is to kind of try and ride it out, right? Because what's your next option to just go and sit without the, a paycheck? So um, that's a very unfortunate circumstance that cannot really be avoided. Um, and you yeah. have to kind of give kudos to these businesses to try and at least keep you and negotiate a lesser salary in order to be able to keep you. A lot of guys would just yeah. say, listen, let's cut the heads and keep the salaries mm -hmm. as it is. Cut, there's a lot of people in South Africa that went through, I think it's section 182, I forget, where they just retrenched tons of people and the rest, they just kept them on the same salaries. And then there's businesses where they halved or 40% decreased everyone's salary so that everyone can yep. still have a job. So depending on where you fell at that time, that was either a very tough year or an extremely tough year. <laughs> it was still tough, but you still had yeah, a job. Yeah, because what, what do you do? You, yeah. you, can, you can basically go out and basically hold on to your pride and say, you know what? No, I'm worth more worth than this. More. I'm going to yeah. go out and I'm going to go and look for jobs that can pay me um, you know, at least what I was earning before mm -hmm. um, the company decided to cut my pay or um, more than that. But the problem is in some cases, like you just stated, in some cases, you don't have that time available. You don't have mm. a, a safety net to fall back on. So you're forced into it. And what it really comes down to is making that decision and saying, you know what, at this stage where I am now, I am going to suffer in the short term, yes. Mm. But in the long term, what this means is if the company does get back on their feet, you know, I've been, I've then proven myself as a, a dedicated employee. 
Um, but not only that, I've also then you know, proven myself to potential future employees where you can have this discussion and very, say, you know what, true. I really did give it my best shot. I did stick it out through the very tough times, but I just absolutely cannot go on like this. And I was in a similar situation like that as well, where I joined a smaller company, a startup, and they eventually, you know, after six months or so, they didn't even pay me at all. Mm, they mm. paid me in drips and drabs, um, maybe here and there, but not even you know, 5% or 10% of my salary came into my bank account. So again, I was forced to actually, um, you know, as much as I tried to hold on for as long as possible, mm. this carried on for months where I had to constantly let my landlord know I cannot afford the rent. And that yeah. was a tough situation. So I think that's going to form sort of the the overall underlying topic of discussion and sort of direction for this episode here. And the one key that I want to sort of focus on is short-term suffering versus long-term success, right? So sometimes you're going to have to swallow your pride um, and look at it objectively and say, you know what, even though this is my situation right now, it doesn't mean that it's not going to change, number one. Number two, sometimes you have to inflict short-term suffering uh, on purpose in order to get long-term gain as well. And that brings me to my second point. So the second point of taking a pay cut is really being strategic about it. And coming from this sort of perspective is, again, a story that, you know, a life happening, something happening in my past as well. And this is really where I had to say, um, where I am right now, I'm making decent money and I have the potential of earning even more money with my bonuses, incentives and uh, additional overtime that I can work here Mm. and I'm making good money. However, I've, I've sort of hit the ceiling of growth, of personal growth yeah. at the organization. Um, I know that it's not really the direction that I, and I'm not getting the type of growth that I expected out of the organization when I first started or over the last year, whatever has been promised to me as well. And I had a look around and I really couldn't find anything else that would pay me the same salary or pay me more than I was earning at the time. So the only one thing that I could find was a specific organization that would offer me better growth in terms of skill set that I that I wanted to yeah. to strengthen in myself. So I was studying towards a specific um, qualification as well. And that qualification was supposed to leapfrog me into the next phase of my career. And I wasn't getting that from the organization that I was working at. Mm. So in that case there, I absolutely had to analyze my situation. I had to take a pay cut. And a lot of people would have looked at that and said, you know what, but why? You're going to go and you're going to do more work for that organization, but you're going to get paid less. For me, I had to look at it from a personal growth point of view. And to me, that business was structured better than the other business that I was working for at the time. It had better structures in place that would teach me uh, all aspects of business and how the organization is supposed to flow and work. They had processes and procedures, and I was more interested in that and in improving my personal skill set from the people working at that organization than I was interested in earning more money because I knew in the short term, yes, I will be earning less money, but the skills that I will gain by talking and surrounding myself mm. with the people working at that organization, by learning their processes and procedures and how they implemented them, that will in the long term earn me even more money. And fast forward a couple of years later, that has absolutely proven 
so true and it's paid off yeah it's had 100 paid off in my life by following that strategy at the time i was quite stressed because i thought you're looking at this 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 brick wall um in front of me i thought mate what if this doesn't work what if this strategy doesn't work but let me assure you that of course you know by sticking it out it absolutely does work and that's the second point that i want to touch on anything for you yeah no definitely i'm i I like the way you explained that i don't think i can really top that example but um it's the teacher man to fish story right um you can you can either stay in your position where you are now and get that instant gratification of a good paycheck but it's hollow Mm -hmm. it's like a hollow victory and you don't really go forward or you so there's there's a couple of reasons that your situation would have been the best thing to do for you or the fact that you made that change was the best thing to do so it's either that you needed more fulfillment like maybe the business just didn't fulfill you and you were maybe bigger than what they were giving you to do or the challenges were not big enough and then obviously as you said later on there could be much better advancement opportunity in another business so you might start maybe as a junior or something but the ladder is a lot taller there's a lot more advancement that you can actually make within the organization i've had a sort of similar story but not maybe to that full extent where I had to get out of a job because the advancement opportunities, the company was just very flat. The organization mm-hmm. was very a very flat organization. Even if I got an opportunity at a better company, but the money was less at that time, but better meaning better advancement opportunities and more, f- more fulfillment in my career, I would probably make the same choice. I do think timing plays a very, very big role. As we already mentioned, you need to kind of have the means to absorb if the if the pay cut is your choosing and you can plan it you have to not do it in a stupid way you have to obviously try and see how best you can absorb the impact of that um, pay cut so either by having your um, you know a bit of savings or having paid off your debt again this is if you could plan it if you can get Mm -hmm. ready for it then lower your living standards of course that's what you need to do in order to be able to absorb a pay cut but as you mentioned long term this is always the best choice it's always always the best choice to get out of a business that's like um, you know it's it's like donuts, you know. It's it's so good, but um, it's it's instantly you regret it afterwards. Um, so it's kind of the same. You get the good money, um, and everyone's happy at the end of the month, but you just feel so empty, and you're not going anywhere. You're not learning any new things. You're not challenging yourselves, yourself. You don't want to talk yeah. to people that like functions about your work because it sucks, and you just know that you you're making all right, Tom. You know, so. Yes, absolutely. 100% agree with you. That would definitely be an important reason for you to go. And I would urge so many people, I think, sit in this situation. I would love to know the statistic around how many people are sitting in unfulfilling work and jobs Mm -hmm. and how many people are sitting there with untapped potential and they're just staying in that comfort zone and the money's good and everything's fine and they don't go and pursue something that actually speaks to their strength. So what you did back then, and I know how it paid off in your life, um, that was 100% the right move at the right time because you've now actually gone and not only practiced your strengths, but you've enhanced them even further to the point where you would have never been where you are now, um, I would say professionally in your skill sets 
um, ever if you stayed where you were because of the nice huge commissions that you can get sometimes. So no, 100% I got you on that one. Yeah, and that actually brings me to, to the third one as well, something that you mentioned there that is very, very important as well is looking at your own personal health and mm. you're not just personal not we're, we're talking a lot about financial growth and that's sort of the the topic of discussion here today when you think about taking a pay cut the first thing you think about is how it's going to impact your financial well-being yeah. but how often do you think about your personal your health your mental well-being that's and true. that brings that's the third point mm. that I want to touch on here before we get into to some research, Leon, as we always do, mm-hmm. is you have to look at your mental well-being. Look at your health. Look at your own personal health as well. In a lot of cases that I've come across, um, you know, with people, you know, coming to me in my own personal life as well, they are stressed out. Um, you know, about the the job. I think a lot of us uh, suffer immense amount of stress during any sort of type of job and all of that, right? Yes. But when it really starts affecting your health, when it really starts gnawing at your core being, your core values, um, what you believe in, what you want to, or who mm. you want to be as a person, when it really, really just drains you emotionally to that point in 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 your life that you just feel that you absolutely dread getting up in the mornings. You think you start thinking about excuses of not going into work, start putting in unnecessary sick leave and stuff. Trust me, when I was younger, I did that a lot. And that was yeah. sort of my indication that I was absolutely not happy. Yeah. Or yeah, I, it was it was really gnawing at my personal health and well-being and sometimes even your physical health as well. Because there's, there's so many books and, and research that I can also share with you guys on this topic that stress when experienced excessively over a long period of time has actually scientifically been proven that it affects your physical health mm, and mm. you so it really starts you start getting sick more often you you struggle um you're repairing yourself when you 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 experience this the sickness or illness and it really does start affecting all aspects of your life not just personally what, what's the what's the factual statistic i think it's uh, don't quote me on this, but I think they said that um, people that lived with constant stress has nine years less life expectancy, something like this. Something something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a very interesting book, if you guys are ever interested in, in that as well, just quickly touching on that. Uh, mm. It's a book called Stress Code. I'm not sure if it's available globally. Um, I think it's only in South Africa, but go and have a look at it. Stress Code. I can't remember who wrote it, but it really deep dives into good stress and bad stress. Uh, mm. We'll probably touch on that topic in the future as well. But what we're referring to is prolonged stress, and that's never a good thing. It's a, sitting in a constant stress situation, but not just stress. I'm talking about you know being in a, in a really, really bad work environment as well. So that's the third yeah. point that I want to touch on here is sometimes you are forced in some regard or mentally you feel that you cannot cope anymore so in cases like that absolutely i can attest to this take a pay cut if it need if it really really means that much to you for you to get out of that Mm. environment and i can use so many analogies and examples in this case here but let me use a simple one is and I'm sure we've all heard this before, that a flower grows better depending on their environment, the, the yeah, surroundings that they're placed true. in as well. There's been studies done in the past as well. I actually can't remember the exact study, but where they actually had a number of plants and they planted them in the exact same soil, exact same size pots and everything, exact same um, seeds that they that they planted in there. 
and they actually it's, it's pretty crazy i can't i still can't believe this to this day they wrote words on a label and stuck it to the pot to the flower pot or to the plant's pot right and depending on the energy of that word let's say it's a negative or positive word the flowers actually died and they gave them the exact same treatment this entire study was conducted in a controlled environment and they actually either died or uh, got or got stagnant in terms of growth so there's a lot of science behind this but really i think it comes down to you become what you surround yourself with your environment the people uh, the negativity will start affecting your life as well and it will start affecting your physical or mental health as well so in cases like that absolutely if you can make it work and i think in dire situations we all find a way to make it work with less money less income uh, if that means that in the future we're going to be happier or we can you know just blossom in in a better environment as well so that's the third point that i want to touch on yeah here. that's interesting i actually remember that study as well very very interesting um yeah it comes down to work-life balance you know if we have to summarize summarize it that would be a very very important thing to take into consideration i remember when i started my career um yes it feels like 20 years back probably um I couldn't wait to just get so busy that I'd have no time and just get gnawing at this corporate ladder and just make money mm -hmm. and get stuff. And, you know, you're very, very hungry in your 20s to like early 30s. Actually, no, <laughs> I think the hunger stopped almost at about 30. I wouldn't say hunger, but mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That extreme hunger. Um, yeah. Because at 30, you start looking into like family life and start wanting to take it a little bit slower but in your 20s yeah. you know i could not imagine not just constantly being busy with work stuff so that i can keep on growing keep on knowing stuff keep on learning getting better climbing the ladder whatever you want to whatever you want to say about it but what i realized and i mean we we both worked at a very intense company at some point and um there's a lot of traveling involved and stuff like that so there's certain people that can do that right they can travel mm -hmm. a lot and it completely doesn't hurt them it doesn't affect their personal life their family life their c children or anything like that but then we also mm -hmm. had another colleague um that he was earning he was probably one of the highest earners in the in the um, team making also um you know working both for salary and for commission based on on sales and stuff like that and he had to fly a lot and he eventually couldn't take it he just hated it he completely um despised the fact that he had to be away from work so often i mean away from home so often and um seeing his family less the time that you spend i know this quite well as well because we travel a lot too um especially yeah. before COVID, obviously so work-life balance is extremely important and not just for things like travel um i've also known a few people before where you just don't get along with colleagues and bosses and stuff like that right yeah and that could get extremely toxic maybe it started with a simple rumor or a joke or a prank or something that happened that caused a divide in the team or a tear or a crack and it just never you know like when you patch a wound very quickly like talk it to each other afterwards put some ointment on it and a band-aid yeah, by a week it's yeah. fixed and it's gone 
But if you don't, yes. it gets infected and it festers and it gets worse and, and worse and worse. And I've, you know, I've, and, and that's sorry, Leon, no, that's, sure. that's actually something that that you did very, very well. Um, I remember a time when uh, I just started reporting to you and we had a meeting and we had a falling out mm, in the meeting yeah. or a misunderstanding. And that was something and I was like, no, you know what we need to. You, I think you actually asked me to stay behind after that meeting yeah. and instantly we hashed it out yeah. and it was just yeah. a simple misunderstanding. But I remember you distinctly still telling me that time that it's so important and that you will not stand for it as a manager of the team that there's a divide and you got to patch that up right now. And yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think it's very, very important from a management point of view to do those things as well. It, but yes. it can break up the best teams in the world. If you go look and, at, at sports teams, there's many sports teams that can be influenced. I can't think of a specific example now, but I'm thinking about cricket back in South Africa a few years back. But I don't want to call names out. But I remember there was like one bad Apple team member that affected the entire team's game. And they proved this yeah. because as soon as they kicked him on the bench and they replaced him with the next in charge, because he was the captain, I believe, at the time, they started winning. Um, they started winning games. So um, that mm. could be a very, very good reason to leave. And I would say in that situation, try and see from your side what you could maybe do in order to fix it so that you don't just give up, right? So maybe see if you can yeah. sit with that manager, breach the topic, um, bring the culprits, if you'd like, or the people that are at um, each other's throats into a room and deal with it like an adult. And if it's still, if there's no saving grace or no saving the situation, that could definitely become a very, very difficult situation. And you probably need to, to, to try and leave uh, the organization. And in that situation, yes, taking a pay cut, maybe not the worst um, idea in the yeah, world. Yeah, looking, looking after your personal mm, health, looking mm. after your personal well-being could be a much better investment in your future growth as well. Leon, I'm quite interest, uh, interested in finding out what the research says. So perhaps you can share some insights, some of uh, some of the research that you found on this topic. And um, yeah, hopefully that'll provide us with extended visibility into this specific uh, idea. Yeah, look, I mean, the research is almost uh, unanimous, um, if you can say that. So yeah, so there was actually a recent survey that was done by a huge talent and acquisition and career development firm. Um, they're called Mom Corps. Um, so I don't know if we can maybe put something in the show notes, but they actually found that 45% of working adults, that's just less than half. I, I couldn't believe it's that many because I know, especially being South African, how kind of protective we are of our income and things like that because there's not that much that goes around here. Um, but 45%, this is in, I assume, um, in the US, are willing to give up some percentage of their salary just for more flexibility at work. So just having a better work-life mm. balance. So being mm. able to maybe work one day from home, and I'm not talking within the scope of COVID where we're all forced to home, just generally. Um, or maybe getting mm. an hour extra a day off in order to fetch the kids and spend some time to get the kids and, and things like that. And they were um, willing to relinquish nearly 8.6% of their income for this one little benefit wow. and can you imagine if you were to roll that out in your company if you run this company and you know yeah. that half your people are going to be more happy if you just give them a little bit more free time and you can pay them less 
It's, it's <laughs> you know? looking at it from Wouldn't the end. Wouldn't you do that? Yeah, of course. And and long term, that's going to serve the company so much better because you can mm. have you're going to have happier employees. Yes. You're not going to have overworked employees. You're going to literally, I think benefits like that typically outweigh any sort of paycheck, massive paycheck and additional pay uh, and all of that. Not always, but in most cases, people are just, they, they see that as a higher value item on the list. Yeah, right? 100%, 100%. No, absolutely. So work-life balance, I think, is probably one of the biggest reasons why people take pay cuts. I think, you know, the forced one obviously is quite quite hectic now during COVID times and so on. But Work-life balance and emotional like fatigue and those kind of things is, is the next. So that just brings me to the last statistic that I want to bring up. Um, they say that, or there was a study done by Chung Yung University, I assume that's somewhere in the East, that 98% of all employees that complained about work-life stress imbalances um, suffered from strokes or heart problems. So... This is, I think, a very alarming one as well. I think if 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 it comes down to health in that way, and I, I think that's the thing about bad work-life balance is you don't realize after every minute of bad work-life balance or I'm just, you know, calling it that the whole time, but you know what I mean, like a bad mm -hmm. situation at work. Yeah. You don't realize the compounding effect that it's got on your health, right? It's one day, and I've actually seen it in my family now. There's people that got small heart attacks and stuff like that. Even my father, he's a workaholic himself. And I would never have thought that it would, get, you know, it would happen to him. And it's the compounding effect of years of stress that it puts on your, mm. you know, your organs. Mm. And I don't know, I, I'm not a cardiovascular, like, expert but i can assume <laughs> you know the stress and there's a lot of this i think that can easily be just googled if you want to get more interesting facts but the, the work-life balance results in stress and the stress is the problem that's what kills you it's not really anything other than the stress that that causes um the other statistic that i saw okay the last 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 one is that work-life balance has also led to 30 percent of divorces this was a study done by boston mm. university so it can actually result in breakups of marriages where the couples that they interviewed admitted that it was due to husband never being at home and those kind of things so there's a lot of reasons why um and and i think a lot of these aren't maybe that shocking i think we know them it's just when you hear the numbers it yeah. is it's very That's bad very, very so yeah let's let's try and look after ourselves first eh? yeah i think so so many times in our lives we're we're quite focused on financial goals especially like you said mm. in your 20s and that's sort of where i find myself as well so i constantly have to remind myself of this fact as well yeah that as much as money plays a key role in our lives and not saying that it should be the core of your life but we've had this chat in the past as well on some of our previous episodes that money absolutely can um, do so much for you and propel you forward and propel your um, business forward, your your family forward, those mm. loved ones around you. You can really buy peace of mind in that regard as well. However, you can only do that if you look after yourself, if, if you're not constantly drained, if you're not constantly obsessed with... Um, with all of the, the stresses yeah. and hassles in your life as well. So it's so, so, so important. I think the research is, is I think it's quite shocking. It's like you said, once mm. you start talking about the numbers, 
we always think that you know this this can happen to someone else but it mm. can't happen to you and you've heard this in a lot of cancer patients you've heard this in a lot of people having heart attacks at young ages mm. you've um, heard this in in so many different cases as well but if you have a look at you know it from a family um, divorcee or divorce point of view as well yeah you always yes. think that yes but you're 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 happy in your marriage everything's going well now and everything but that can, I think that can skyrocket and, and you know, spiral out of control entirely if you don't put a pin in it. It's, it's like they say, it sneaks, it, it, they, they always say it sneaks up on you. You know, it's something yeah. that slowly, mm. like, a, like a very small grain of ice that starts rolling down a glacier. You know, it's like it slowly, slowly builds up and sneaks up on you. And one day your wife left with the kids and you can't understand why. Or one day you wake up in the hospital and you just had a, had a mild heart attack and you don't understand why because you're a triathlon athlete and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Or or it starts um, gnawing at the personality that you have. Yes, you know, yes, yes. You That's start true. becoming... You lose yourself a little bit. You lose yourself. You lose your, mm. your self-confidence and a lot of that stuff starts going wrong as well. All right, Leanne. So I think let's move into the real life tip section here today. Um, I've got a couple, maybe one or two that, mm -hmm. I've, that I've shortlisted that I can think of that are probably the most, the key things to focus on and to take away from this topic here today and to apply to your own life. Um, but perhaps you want to start us off with, uh, with your tip. Yeah, I think mine is actually the most obvious one um, is to not think that it's taboo all right so don't think that it's um un like you shouldn't do you should never think about moving backwards because it's not really a backwards move it if you look at it there's a lot more that you should get from work apart from mo money right that's the yeah. not the only currency um growth um fulfillment with your like talents um talking to people happiness those are all currencies. They just pay off differently. So you should never ever think that this is a move backwards. You should see the reasoning of this is actually going to later on propel me forwards for whatever X, Y, and Z reasons. Again, we've talked about, um, you know, the, the more forced situations. So there, you know, the best tip I can give you there wouldn't be don't see it as a move backwards because maybe then it would be a financial move backwards because you couldn't plan for it. Um, but in yeah. most other cases, if it's for your health or for your career benefit, 100% see it as a move forwards. And don't listen to the people that tell you, oh, you can't do that and what you're going to do. You know, people want to get into the story and try and make as mm. if they've been through it and give you advice. And no, you can never go back and um, you know, I've had people say that to me as well, and I know that's the last thing mm -hmm. you want to hear at that time. So mm -hmm. try and stick to, to, to people that you can trust that would understand the reason that you are doing it. Um, yeah, that's actually I two tips that. into one, but yeah, what, what do you have? No, that's great, Leon. Um, I think that really summarizes it well. I think from my point of view, there might just be one that I want to overall, and it's, it's quite a big one. Uh, and mm. I think it's probably a very important as well is look at the big picture, really zoom mm. out. Sure, you've talked a lot about you know, forceful situations where you don't really have a yeah. choice. Uh, we've talked a lot about looking at it from a mental health and um, psychological sort of point of view as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I really want to focus my tip on is looking at the bigger picture. In all other cases where you're not forced into a situation where you have to take a pay cut, but rather looking at it from a point of view of, 
what is my long-term goal? What is my long-term success that I want to achieve? And actually making that decision in your life to say that uh, I have hit the ceiling. I have identified what I need to do. Maybe I've already identified the company that I need to work for, but they're mm. not paying exactly what I'm looking for at this stage. And maybe I'm going to have to sacrifice in some cases or some some areas of my life as well. But looking at the long-term gain and not letting people get into your head. Yes. Zooming out, really, really zooming out and saying, right now, yes, I'm going to suffer, mm. but long-term, mm. I'm going to have success. So my tip is really, really that. Suffer now, success later. Mm. Suffer now, success later. You've heard this saying a million times probably by now as well, Leanne, that... Mm. You know, if you, I think they said something around uh, six months of hardcore focus could put you five years ahead yes. of everyone else. Yeah. And that's that's sort of the approach that I want to sort of just highlight out of this. It's not always possible, but if you can really, really put yourself into a position of suffering now, knowing that that's going to propel you forward a lot quicker in the in the future, that really, really will help you. And I want to just give an example there. In one um, specific period of my life, I was sitting in a position where I could comfortably afford everything that I owned, um, all of the debt that I had to pay off, my my rent and everything could have been covered. In fact, I actually got a promotion, so I would have, you know, I could have stayed in that comfort zone of mine for as as, as long as I wanted to. You know, mm. and the rent was quite expensive, but I could then better afford it. I went the opposite way. And I was young, so I'm not saying everyone do this, but I'm saying look at the story behind it. As I went the opposite direction, I said, even though I just got a promotion, even though I just, um, yeah, I'm going to get paid more, I'm going to move myself into a tiny little place and my hardcore focus, long-term success, I'm actually going to force that into short-term suffering I'm going to live in a tinier place. I'm going to store most of my furniture, but I'm going to focus on paying off all of my debt, all of my accounts, all of my outstanding mm. you know, loans and all of those things. I want to propel myself forward. So yes, for the next six months, I'm dedicating myself to suffering. For mm. the next year, I actually went as far as to dedicate myself to six months, but then I found out that six months wasn't really that much suffering. Yes, the first two or three months was suffering, but then you get used to it. I stayed in that place for two years, <laughs> for two years, because it was just so simple. You got used to it. And yeah. that suffering during those two years, so-called suffering, if I could put that in like inverted commas, um, really, really did propel me forward. So that's my tip. Yeah, that uh, that actually kind of ties in nicely with my last tip. For those of you that have been struck by, I don't know, retrenchment or um, package cuts because of COVID and maybe any other reasons. Um, the best advice that I can give to those, because that's a very, very tough situation, because again, you didn't plan for it. So you might not have anything in the background that can help you ride the wave out. Immediately start looking at your debt, seeing if you can get rid of it. Start looking at uh, what you are spending your most on and what of that is crucial. So, you know, food, <laughs> water, electricity, um, health, those kind of things kind of need to start coming first. And then, yeah. like you said, just lower your living standards. Forget about the way that things were because the holding on to that's just going to make you depressed. Just forget about that and see it as a like a, a temporary problem that you've hit, like a kink yeah. in the road. Remember that you're absolutely not alone right now, especially. And um, mm -hmm. completely lower those living standards. Lastly, as far as debt is concerned, 
call your dead people the way ever you've got dead and tell them about your situation. Most of the guys are running um, payment gap schemes and debt counseling yeah. schemes and those kind of things. And they won't impact you um, credit wise. If As soon as you actually start signing up for credit counseling, yes, of course, that could impact you later on. But for example, mm -hmm. most of the banks will have three month gap periods where you don't have to pay your um, your mortgage and things like that. So speak to the guys that you've got, explain the situation to them and see how best you can stretch your money so that it can get you through that point because you will get through that point. I know a few of yeah. my mates that took the pay cut and, and, and stayed on board with the companies and in I think March or April last uh, this year, they let us know that they finally have their normal payback. So they stuck it out, stu stood with the company. I've got a mad respect for people that can do that. And yeah. um, they, the company rewarded them. The company started uh, trending upwards again. And with lower running costs, they were able to keep the doors open. And they are starting to make money again as things are slowly opening up. And yeah, they gave, they stuck to their word. And they said by payment, um, what do they call it, appraisals time this year, they would re-initiate um, the old salaries and maybe even more. So just st stick it out. It's a temporary problem to a long-term solution solution if you want to look at it yeah at, at it like absolutely that. ladies and gentlemen there you have it i think we really really dove into each and every aspect of this looking at it from all different angles mm. and in some cases more often than not it is good to take a pay cut even though <laughs> at first when you read this topic you were probably <laughs> like hell no crazy. <laughs> i'm not gonna take it what are you guys <laughs> trying to do to me here yeah so absolutely keep that in mind mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it i really enjoy having these chats with you Lian. Yeah. Uh, it's been such a pleasure so if you guys are out there please head over to our facebook and youtube channels uh, we're currently running a, a poll as well on our website. So let me quickly give you the link. It's uh, rltstudios.com forward slash show 24. That's rltstudios.com slash show 24. Uh, we're running a poll to find out if you guys want more of us and sort of what length works best for you. It's literally going to take you two or five seconds. Mm. So please go and head over to that link. Uh, and give us your feedback because we're doing this for you. We really want to make sure that uh, if you want to hear more of us, we can include some additional, maybe a short episode mm. in the middle of the week somewhere. And we want to find out if the, the length is okay. Is one hour long form podcast good for you? Would you prefer 15 to 20 minutes mm -hmm. or 30 minutes? So please head over to that link. And then uh, I'll also put it in the show notes here. So that's it from myself, Mono, signing off. Thank you so much, Money. That was interesting as usual. Really enjoyed the conversation. I hope you guys in your car or on your couch also enjoyed it. And we'll see you in the next one. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We really hope that you have found inspiration or motivation from our content this far. If you want to get access to sneak previews to our upcoming shows on a weekly basis, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Facebook page where we also share our blog posts and other great content from time to time. So head over to our Facebook and YouTube channels and feel free to share it with your friends so that they can also join you on the journey to success. Until next time, guys, cheers.